In basketball tonight, North Carolina and NC State meeting for the 245th time at PNC Arena. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 p.m. The game will be broadcasted nationally on ESPN. Angel Gray, part of the broadcast team, working the game tonight with Dave O'Brien and Jay Billis. Angel joining us now. Angel, good morning. Thanks for getting up and talking to us. No problem at all. I mean, I'll always talk about basketball, so thanks for having me, sir. Uh, let's start with a quick preview of the game tonight. What do you think? What are the, what are the big storylines going into this 245th meeting between State and Carolina? I think when you bring up the big number of how many times they've met in this series, I think you also see and try to look at how many times they've met previously when they were both 3-0 and in conference play, and it hasn't been very often. So both teams really on a, a, a great winning streak playing in a groove and what I like about their play, which I hope to see tonight, too, is the pace that everybody has been trying to talk about for both sides. I know it's going to be a fun um, downhill type of game where the guards are really establishing the pace of the game. But, two, I, I'm just really excited to see a great rivalry matchup and the winner of this game can take over the first spot you know, in ACC. So you're looking at um, North Carolina coming in. They've already picked up, I believe, their third Squad one win in their previous win against Clemson, and then for NC State, just a a team that is revolving around great talent. I love what Coach Keith said about the balance of his team. He has about four players that he believes can get you about ten to twelve points per game, and I do think that when you're looking at how the buy-in has been there, how they're taking care of the ball, which is ranking nationally and top of the ACC, it's really impressive when you can throw numbers out there that you know NC State is a team that has only committed ten turnovers in their last two games. So what they're doing very well with one another, their chemistry, they co- the cohesiveness of that group, but also pushing the pace and not settling for just, you know, just trying to take care of the ball, but understand, understanding where each person is going to be on the floor. And then the, on the other side for the seventh rank, you know, Tar Heels playing some of their best basketball coming into this one as well. They've been on the road for the majority of this, the last seven games that they've had and how they continue to just, lean on not just Armando Baycott, but also with uh, R.J. Davis, who's playing some of his best basketball at this time and leading the ACC in scoring. And it's just been so impressive to see how he's, you know, just been so efficient from the floor, also from the free throw line as well. So I know that the Wolfpack are going to try and keep him off the free throw line. Last year, he had 26 points as well as going 14 for 14 from the free throw line. So that's just a, a couple of things I'm looking forward to the pace. Obviously, just a lot of uh, heart that's going to go into it as well. And I think that even looking at um, how D.J. Horn said this is an opportunity, a full circle moment for him, you know, to, to play in this rivalry is going to be a lot of fun to watch as well. Yeah, you know, in North Carolina, we know how good they are. Seventh ranked nationally and the AP poll this week. But NC State had an identical 11-3 and record overall. They're both 3-0 and in the ACC. First time since 1974 they've met when both teams were 3-0 and or better in the ACC. Do you feel like NC State is flying under the radar nationally this season? I do, but I do think that Coach Keith is fine with that. Sure. <laughs> and I think they, their time will tell. I think there are a lot of teams that can, you know, say the same thing across different conferences. But what I do about do like about, you know, how he's piecing things together, they're getting things done on both sides of the floor. So I love the efficiency um, that we talked about earlier about them taking care of the ball, but also defensively, Jaden Taylor is one of the best players I've seen as far as a three and D guy that can get things done, can give you energy on both ends of the floor. I know that he has a trust of each player as well. And even too, you know, the freshman and Dennis Parker Jr., mm-hmm. I love what uh, DJ Horn said about him just the other day, like, buy stock now. He is a player 
that is so impressive coming off a very big, you know, game um, as well. So I think that it's going to be impressive to see how each team uh, goes at each other with the, the available pieces they have. I think they're very balanced. Um, I think uh, NC State does have the upper hand playing at the PNC Arena. So it'll be fun. I'm excited that I get to be courtside and, you know, kind of listen into you know, what's going on for both huddles. Well, let me ask you this. They have a big picture question as we let you go. Not about men's basketball, but you call a lot of ACC women's basketball too. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on the league from a women's basketball standpoint this year? Oh, my goodness. Women's basketball is on such a climb. It's, it gives me chills to even think about it. I know nationally, uh, of course, you just asked me about the ACC. Yeah. And you look across the board with Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and the attention that she brings to women's basketball and across the board with Juju Watkins at USC and um, <laughs> Michaela uh, Wiley, Malaysia Wiley at USC and what John Staley is doing at South Carolina. It is so much fun to watch. I mean, they kicked off women's basketball, uh, basketball period, college basketball in Paris. So uh, across the board, you're just seeing the excitement going into the season, but as well, just from top to bottom, how dangerous, you know, this league is seven teams ranked in, you know, the top 25 in the AP poll, but also how unranked teams or teams that may just be getting votes are upsetting the upper echelon of teams. Notre Dame taking a recent uh, loss uh, to North Carolina, North Carolina that, you know, was at the bottom of the, um, uh, rankings uh, coming into this week, and they get that upset over a 16th ranked team. NC State just taking their first loss of the season after being ranked third and uh, losing to Virginia Tech at the buzzer with Elizabeth Kitley, the two-time ACC Player of the Year, knocking down that shot uh, with Georgia Amore being a big part of that play too. So I think down the line, when you're looking at you know Elizabeth Kitley with Virginia Tech, Georgia Amore, uh, North Carolina, and how they're emerging. NC State, who did not make the NCAA tournament last year and now being ranked in the top five of the country, I think it's very impressive. And, and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my alma mater at Florida State and Tanaya Latson, who last year as a freshman led the ACC in scoring and has been incredible this year, too. So Notre Dame has another phenom freshman in uh, Hannah Hidalgo, who's been unbelievable, also leading the league in scoring. So it's just been so much fun to watch and a lot of parody and women's basketball in the ACC. Angel Gray from ESPN. Angel, thanks so much for the time. As always, thanks for the friendship, and I look forward to seeing you real soon. Absolutely. Happy New Year, Chris.